0: Hello, my legion of dedicated fans. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Indie Beat. We're on the Playlist Podcast Network, and you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, you know, all those. On today's episode, we have director Christopher Good, who just made a splash at Sundance with his short film, Crude Oil. You may also know him from his music video work, where he's made gems such as Mitski's Nobody video. How's that sound for an interview? So hey, let's get to it. Hi, everyone. Thanks again for tuning in. I'm here with my old friend, Christopher Good. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? Hey, can't complain, you know? Can't complain. If I could, I wouldn't. So, you know, yeah. we'll just say that. All right. <laughs> it's good to hear. <laughs> um, so, man, I think uh, I feel like I've known you for a couple years at this point. It feels like a long time. Um, yeah. Facebook besties. That's right. Essentially. That's right. Um, yeah. We were introduced a couple years ago. E! introduced from uh, other filmmaker Sean Hackett. Uh-huh. And um, the rest is history.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> indeed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't really know anything about your background like how you got into film and stuff uh, which is perfect because the audience probably doesn't know that either so if you would like to fill us in that would be great when I was a kid I liked to draw a lot
1: and I wanted to be a cartoonist um, but kind of lost interest in that you know comic books and things I would go to like comic book conventions and show the drawings I had done trying to do that there, I remember there was an editor Bob Shrek who was he was like editing the Batman comics at the time and he was like I don't know some but I guess I would and started talking about movies and he was like well you can do either one but you gotta choose one and so I chose I didn't choose comic books it seems too lonely sure. um but anyway um I um I don't know I sort of just started well the first short film that exists that I made um, the first short film that ever existed, um, <laughs> return to gumshoe kids. Um, that was my first one that I finished, but it took, you know, literally in a sense, nine years to make. Cause I start. it started as like a different project a little bit. It was always kind of like the similar premise, but, um, But yeah, I started it, and um, we started making it, and maybe even, I was thinking about it today, I think, I actually feel like maybe it started as, like, a feature, maybe, that was the idea to do. I didn't know, I had no idea what it was doing. I just, like, was doing it all by myself, and, like, the main actor for that quit. Eventually, I don't know after how long, it was probably a while, but he probably saw that Well, I don't... You know, I don't know. It was just taking forever. Um, And so he quit. And then I, like, did a different version... Or tried to do a different version. And that lead actor quit. And then um, I started on the version that you can watch today on my Vimeo page. But that one eventually, obviously, got finished. But it still took, like, three years to do, I think. I don't really even understand. It's weird thinking back to making that now, because, like, I didn't even have a producer. I was, like, pretty much doing everything myself, so it was just, it's a weird time to think back on. Um, but that was kind of start, just, like, a lot of trial and error, just learning roughly on my own, you know, as, as on your own as you can learn filmmaking, I guess, um, just, like, figuring things out. I think I had ideas for... Probably I had certain ideas for what I wanted to do from, you know, from early on that are still reflected in the things I'm making now. But I didn't have the tools at all to do it. And by tools, I mean like skills, (laughs) like personal abilities. So I had to figure that out.
0: What do you think made you fall in love with movies like did you see like any particular couple of movies or something that made it kind of stick in your craw like before I wanted to be a director
1: or like thought about that at all i like when I was a kid kid I liked like those early Tim Burton movies and like Spielberg movies those probably when I first understood that there were such a thing as a director who makes the things that you watch like I like those two guys, but then, I guess it was just in high school, probably, like, early, you know, I don't know, I I, I was probably, like, excited about something like Pulp Fiction before I even saw Pulp Fiction, like, you know, I didn't, I didn't grow up in, like, a household that saw movies really much, I mean, I saw some as a kid, but they kind of, like, stick out in my head a lot, the ones I saw, because it wasn't... It was somewhat infrequent, like going to see the witches or something and stuff like that. Batman Returns. That was a good one. Um, But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Eventually, you know, in high school I liked stuff like, you know, get you get excited about stuff like Vertigo or whatever. The kind of stuff that's like for a suburban teen in Kansas, like adventurous or, like, interesting. I mean, it's interesting for everyone, but, you know, um, that's probably the most you can ask of a suburban Kansas teen, you know, in terms of um, cinema, maybe. I don't know. But um, hard-boiled, stuff like that. Um, it's got have an element of violence to get excited about it, I guess. Um, but, um, but then, you know... Probably the movie that, I mean, like Rushmore was kind of a big, weird, not weird, but like a milestone for me, probably, or or somehow, before I even saw it, I somehow, I was just like latched onto it. I was like, this is the movie for me. And it actually was. I saw it like 10 times in the theater, like literally 10 times. and um, And I still know all the words today.
0: That's so funny, I wouldn't even, like, think to see anything in the movie theaters, like, three times. Yeah, well,
1: I I had a lot more time on my hands back then, I, you know, obviously, um, and was just, like, you know, intoxicated on movies, I guess, particularly around that time, because I'm pretty sure I saw, like, Magnolia, like, eight times. It was just, like, something I was doing that year, I guess.
0: Yeah, the kind of movie hungry phase, like, I don't want to say I, I like left it, like it's still within me, but I, I just have like other things that I think are important and stuff. So like yeah. movies I've wanted to see a second time, I've like put off big time and I generally just save stuff like, well, I could see this one thing that I don't know anything about and it could completely change my life yeah or I could rewatch something and study it, and when it comes time to shoot something i, I generally do do that um I yeah. make time for that, but um, yeah, just thinking back to like you know how many times you would see something over and over, even like growing up watching stuff on t v that was just airing like on and on, I would watch you know stuff back then, but I don't know, yeah. I guess I'm afraid of death now, so. <laughs>
1: I mean, I also maybe, like, from early on, I was in the habit of, like, watching things over and over. I mean, I guess that's every small child watches, but, but like, especially, because a lot of the movies I would watch as a kid, it was just because, like, whatever videotape we happened to have in the house. Maybe that's everyone. I don't know. But, um, so maybe. But, you know, I also, like, I mean, I'm the same. I don't, certainly I don't see anything twice. I have... I'm bad about seeing movies at all right now, but um, but I still, you know, that's probably mostly because I spend most of my time listening to music obsessively. It's weird, I never like, I haven't grown out of that. But that's probably because I can't do it. So it's still, like, exciting to me. Not that movies aren't exciting, but, you know, it's just different. Why'd you ever try to, like, play an instrument or anything? No, I never could. Like, I took up I don't maybe I think we were forced to do an instrument in the fourth grade maybe and I I was like I think the trombone probably looked the coolest to
0: child me um, but I never pre- I was a complete joke. I had a similar thing where it's like well I played in a band in high school but I played bass guitar so it's just like it wasn't too hard and I just fucked up all the time anyway. Um, but in college I was like you know what I'm going to take guitar lessons I'm going to learn. And um, I tried to take it as seriously as I could and I was definitely getting better, yeah. but I remember just being like, like a similar thing to like the comics and movies where nobody told me this. I told it to myself and I was like, well, I could de- do one or the other and I'm just going to do movies. Yeah. So yeah. then I yeah. like stopped bothering with guitar and I just didn't have the patience so for it. Many
1: of my friends
0: are musicians
1: and I probably, it's, it's kind of like, it's almost like I have too much respect for music to like, sully it with my, you know, pathetic attempts to, but, you know, it's kind of with movies. I, I, I mean, but I remember, like, I really like that guitarist Graham Coxon from blur. And he, one time he was like, you know, to be a great guitarist, you have to like hate the guitar as much as you love it. And that's how I feel about movies kind of like, you know, I mean, probably, and it's true. You have to like have some so- a certain aspect or a certain amount of, irreverence
0: towards what you're doing. I think you can't be too enthralled. Yeah. You know, normally when I would talk to people about movies who were like, weren't really involved, like it depends who it is and what we're talking about. But sometimes I end up on the side of like, I hate everything. And then sometimes yeah. I end up on the side of like, Oh, I, I love everything. Cause I'm talking to like people like a lot harder than me. Um, yeah. But for the like uh former group, where, like, I just end up hating everything, they're like, can't you just, like, enjoy it, you know, can't you do this, but, um, yeah, and I always struggle with that, because it would just piss me off, it's just like, there's not, you know, I would like to enjoy something, you know, I'm not looking to hate anything, but, um, it just, it really does just come natural, it's just, like, you're going to be conflicted, because you see, like, kind of how things were made, and, like, you're troubleshooting while you're watching it, just being like, well, you know, that could be a lot more interesting if they did this. It's like, yeah, it's really hard and it's not bad. It's like a good thing to do. You should like take, you should have a kind of nuanced opinion about yeah. the things you consume. I think in general, you know, that would be yeah, really yeah. great for everybody for many reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, just, That's uh, true. I'm going to jump back to gumshoe kids Because it took you nine years, in a sense, yeah. In a sense, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm wondering if that's why Sean put us put us in touch together, because my feature like took a bunch of years to do as well. Um, Yeah. And I don't often really talk to people who have kind of like stuck with that. Like you, you, you meet a lot of people who they will do that and then they like kind of call it a day. Like they don't finish, and it's to me it's like fair enough, you know. Um, But you stuck with it. You persevered. And I liked the film a lot. To me, it's like... To me, it was, you know, like, very well done. I don't know if if you could kind of talk about, like... I I guess, why didn't you quit? Like, what made you keep going? Yeah, I
1: think that people who want to quit should. And that's probably good. (laughs) That the people who have, you know... That impulse to quit something. I think it's good that they do, generally. Um... I I just, I don't know. I never thought about it. I just kept kind of, I mean, it's sort of like, I don't really, it's sort of all just compulsive behavior. I mean, I needed to do something. I don't know. I just wanted to make films. And so I had to make one. And, but I was kind of like, you know, it, it's my, you know, the style is just super dense. And I mean, that was so Return to Gumshoe Kids. I think it was like a 35-page script. So it's like, first of all, it's like way too long for a short, or you know, according to if you if you're trying to get it into like festivals and stuff, it's too long because I think the finished film is like 28 minutes long or something. And um, so it's too long. It was just like all the stuff that I didn't know not to do. But I mean, it's fine now. But like, um, but it was. I don't. I'm trying to remember how many scenes there could literally be like 70 scenes technically in that. That sounds about right. Cause it's really fast. I haven't watched it. I mean, I watched it, I think like a few years ago and I was like, well, technically, or, you know, in a lot of ways, this is like pretty crude, but like the style is pretty much there. Um, yeah. I don't know. I was talking to this other filmmaker who saw it and he was like, yeah, it's kind of like, partly feels like something you would make with your friends but like but then well he he was like but really good which it's weird for me to like repeat that i kind of like backed into that self-compliment so i apologize but um um but yeah i don't know it's it's weird thinking back you know it's like tons of like props and yeah That's Return to Gumsy Kids. Why didn't I quit? I don't know. I had to... If you you want to be a director, you can't quit, I guess.
0: Yeah, I just remember working on Wins, which was like...
1: How long did that take?
0: It's like a year and a half of shooting and maybe like a year of pre-production just to like find the person who was going to be in it. And that was like one guy... How did you find them? Yeah, one guy quit. One guy I found just by like hitting up random gas stations because I had an idea that this person needed to work at a gas station. And um, I did that. And then he got, he was a non actor. He got really nervous. He quit. And then I put out a casting call because I was like, I'm not doing that again. And then I, I met a bunch of people and um, the script. Was was working off of the original guy. So it was like an Egyptian guy. And I was meeting a bunch of people. And they didn't speak Arabic. And I was just like, you know, that's just not right. It it doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. So I found another Egyptian guy. But he was SAG. And I knew we would have to shoot like kind of every so often. I was like, I can't do that right now. Um, yeah. So then he left. And then I eventually, like, someone replied to a Craigslist ad. And um, he was a filmmaker. His name is uh, Nasri Zachariah. And um, he introduced me to Mohammed Dagman, who I've worked with, you know, I continue to work with. But um, he was he was Syrian and he was doing a lot of um, he was going to a lot of Syrian demonstrations at the time. So he knew a bunch of people there. And then he introduced me to what would become the lead for that. For Wins, which was a a mod. And that was like a year. You know, that was a year of me wanting to do it. And then, you know, finally we find the right person. We start doing that. And it was like a year and a half, like every weekend day. And uh, yeah. And I got a lot of really weird advice. I got a lot of really weird advice that like someone was like, why don't you just stop, like put it on hold and try to raise more money. And I was just like, That's stupid. That's the like the dumbest <laughs> thing. It, like looking for an actor and it's just like, Well I have enough money to to do it the way we're gonna do it, like that has nothing it's just dumb. Like, I like the dumbest advice and I was just like, No, I'm just gonna like keep Man, uh, and
1: you get so much dumb advice, I gotta <laughs> say. Like,
0: yeah. So are you getting
1: you're getting advice now? Well, I don't even necessarily mean right now. I probably am getting some decent advice now, but um <laughs> Just early on, there, you know, I don't know. There are lots of people who, I don't know. Yeah, there's just lots of people who give advice. Or, like, in retrospect, you're just like, why was that person giving me advice? <laughs> it's just kind how of... How dare they? Yeah, not
0: how dare they, yeah. but, you know. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm I'm mostly kidding about that. But, But it is just like, you know, a part of me is just like, why are you giving me advice? Yeah. Like... And when I say that, too, they're, like, not really being that nice about it. They're kind of just be like, you should do this. And it's like, do you really know? And um, what we kind of talked about when you were in New York was um, how we kind of just, uh, we both do our own thing in the way that we know how to do. Yeah. And um, at least back then, that's what I was doing. And I didn't, I didn't know any other way. And I was like, this is how I have to do it. This is the way it feels right to me. And uh, I was getting a lot of advice that was more conforming to, like, these rules and stuff that um, wouldn't have really helped me anyway. Would have, like, kind of impeded me in making something that I wanted to make. And, um, I don't know, it just ultimately wasn't helpful. And I also now understand that there are, like, rules that exist but they only really help people who are kind of in a certain circle to begin with, which I never was. And, you know, I'm still right, not. Right, yeah. Um, which means, like, you know, like you said, you started, you didn't have a producer. Like, I didn't have a producer when I started. I'd, it was me and my friend from film school who was a DP, uh, also director, but he was acting as a DP, and we just kind of, like, went and shot together. And, um, you know, I didn't know anybody. I didn't get any grants. Like, I didn't. I just didn't do any of this stuff. And, um, you know, the way we're, like, we kind of miss, like, the mumblecore, like, wave of, like, seemingly festivals are, like, taking these random-ass films. We miss that, so now they're not taking anything anymore. um, Yeah, yeah. Unless, like, you, like, find some in. And I never had any in, and it's just like, well, why don't I just do my own thing and, and figure it out and make films my way? instead of just, like, I don't know, whatever weird path that someone, like, claims there is, but I, you know, never found it. Or
1: Speaking of advice, and it makes me, it reminds me, because we were talking about, like, why didn't you quit? But I remember now, there was actually, like, um, and, you know, for, for all I know, I never put this together in the moment, but in retrospect, it's like, there was like this, li- there was like this article or something that was like a list of like advice from Francis Ford Coppola, and it was like so much good stuff. And I like had it like cut out, and I like it's stuff I still think about today. But one of the things, or actually maybe I'm even conflating that with that moment in Hearts of Darkness where someone's like, I think his wife is like, "Why don't you quit?" And he's like, he's like, "What? What am I going to quit on myself?" And that's like, if you're just doing it. If you're doing it for yourself and because you want to, like, yeah, there's no quitting, really. So in that sense, it can be kind of good in the beginning to just like, I mean, that's maybe why it's important in the beginning to just do exactly what you want to do and the way you want to do it. Like you're saying, because then it's like, there's no excuse. Like, you can't, what are you going to quit on yourself? Like, that's absurd. Yeah.
0: Maybe it's not absurd. To me, it's absurd. No, I mean, the more... And it makes so much more sense to me today, the more I think about it kind of being, like, not dissimilar from how you probably would draw stuff. Like, when you think about it like that, it does, you know, depending on what you want to do, it could take more people, a lot more resources, a lot more money. But so long as as I imagine making a film as being, like, just the kind of art I... Operate in and treating it as like, Oh, this is me writing a song. This is me like making a mixtape. This is me, you know, drawing a picture. So long as I look at it like that and not think about like, Oh, is this institution going to like it? And then they're going to play it. And then everything will happen for me. Um, you know, so long as I don't think about that, which I've come to realize is like, is even a lot more complicated than what I was led to believe. Um, I'm very happy just like making the film problem solving stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're talking a little bit about how you started off with this short film and you kind of went from there and, uh, you mentioned that you noticed the style was still like, you know, you had your style, it was like forming and you've like, Improved your craft over time. Um, You know, and I had a question, like, is this natural to you? And I think the answer is yes. Um, But did you ever want to kind of, like, operate differently? Or, like, do you want to operate differently in, like, different genre or something like that? Well, I mean, I don't know how you see
1: my film. I don't think of... Actually, I met someone recently who was, like, asking me... Like, what, we sort of just met, like, in the way that it was just, like, I was, like, vaguely involved with film. And so she was like, oh, are you, like, a DP? I was like, well, no, no, like, a director. And she was like, what's your genre? (laughs) And I was like, uh, I had no idea what to say. But, I mean, just, like, you know, I like, I don't think I make genre films. But I don't know, maybe nowadays that... Maybe that's used a little differently where people think everything has a genre. I don't know. But, like, I mean, in the older way, in the older sense of the term, like, you know, I don't make genre films, obviously, so. But um, I don't know where I'm going with this. I guess just to do I want to introduce, I mean, um, yeah, I think that I don't really know. Uh, I'm sort of just flying by the seat in my pants in this answer and in life. Um, I, uh, I'm trying to figure out what, you know, like we're going to, we want to make a feature and I'm still figuring out what that's going to be. But I'm trying to, you know, be adaptable and figure out or just, you know, um, receive whatever information I'm receiving from various people and try to figure out like how we need to do it. Um, but I, I could see a scenario perhaps where the feature has maybe you know thrillerish elements or something it's possible i don't know i mean i do like in a filmmaking sense that i mean i would love to make like an action film just because i don't know i think i would enjoy coming up with those sequences and
0: i think i'd Maybe have an aptitude for that. I don't know. Immediately I always talk to if, if this question always comes up, it's just like, would you like do a horror? And generally like I don't talk to people who like do something. Like when, when I when I say a genre I mean like something that's like so radically different, so like within uh, right. this box. So like but action, yeah, yeah. you know, action was good and I could see you making action, especially with like your kind of when you're doing um the kind of more like frantic stuff, I could, like, kind of, like, think of, like, oh, that would be, like, sort of, like, a Chris Good, uh, action movie.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's really possible. You know, I would imagine that there are probably... Maybe this is off-base, but I feel like... I mean, you know, I feel like film is pretty conservative in general, so I'm imagining, um, that people would view action that genre pretty conservatively and maybe it would be difficult to it'd probably be i mean everything i guess everything's difficult to pull (laughs) off but like um you know i can imagine where maybe it would be hard to because you know it'd be interesting to do like sort of a surreal action or just like a more stylized kind of action movie which i don't think but maybe that would be difficult to convince someone you know obviously and those movies probably cost a lot of money so maybe maybe it's hopeless i don't know but um but i, I think i mean you like mentioned horror like i think that's part of what we're trying to figure out now with like making a feature it's like mm, just like for the first one it's like do we do we need to incorporate elements like that just frankly to be able to get something off the ground? Do we need to make a horror film? Something like that. I do have ideas. I mean, over the years, I've like, I have random ideas for horror. I was talking to, I don't know, sometimes I mentioned that to um, my friend Jeremy, who's shot a lot of, he shot like crude oil and stuff. And um, I don't know, I feel like he's always kind of, when I mention, oh, like, maybe I should do a horror film, I feel like he's not that into it, just kind of in a way of, like, well, the market's saturated or whatever. But it's like, that's true, but there is a market. (laughs) Like, that's maybe the important thing, you know? I don't know. I mean, this is the kind of stuff I'm thinking of right now, because I'm not, you know, it's just like, how do we make something? I don't know. The growing pains of, like, I think it's just... I'm finding it really tricky, certainly in my mind, just to figure out how we're going to translate this style into something, into bigger movies. And by bigger movies, I mean, like, they can't get any smaller. So just, like, anything bigger. But it's like, when you have... When everything you write has, like, a million scenes and locations and it takes you... I mean... To me, the schedules for independent films nowadays are so insane. Like, I can't make... I can't, like, shoot a movie in 10 days. It's like everyone... You know, I don't know. People are just like, just go out and make your movie. And it's like, okay, but, like, I don't do handheld movie. You know, like, I I don't want to, like, just make any movie. I don't know. So it's confusing. Like, I think it's going to be tricky.
0: Sorry, i feel like I'm in therapy. <laughs> no, it's perfect. Um yeah, I it's just hard cuz I like wanna jump off all these things. Um yeah, I mean the whole like go make your movie advice is like I mean, you know, can we even call that advice? Um <laughs> it's just a thing, you know. It would be I I think it's good to encourage people in a way to like go and do that, but it it did always like used to trip me up because I would be, like, uh, you know, making your old short films and they're, like, they're not playing anywhere. Like, what do I do? And someone yeah. would just be, like, just put on your own screening. And I'm, like, that's not the same. Shut up. Like, get out of here. <laughs> and, um, you know, I just think about when I first started listening to music and what I really got into, which was, like, punk and then, like, emo, indie rock, like, all that stuff, but just very, like, scene-based um, music. And... Uh, yeah. Put on your own show. You're not getting shows? Like, put on your own show. Have your friends play. And um, that is what the mentality is. And when I think about it like that, that's, like, so much more interesting. Because what I wanted was, like, institutional approval. And I wanted this thing that I was led to believe you would get when you started playing festivals. Which is, like, you know, hasn't been the case for me. Hasn't been the case for a lot of people I've, I've known who have even done, like, fairly well, whatever that means within festivals and then um you know the movies i was making and even the movies like i want to make and and have made recently like they weren't ever going to fit in well at those places yeah. um and if you kind of if you if you kind of go to a, an american festival and you see what they play and you kind of think of like what I don't know, I guess, what my taste was back then or what anyone's, like, taste is. It's just, like, you can kind of see it. If you step back, everything will make sense. But you get these things drilled into your head, and I don't know, it's 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 hard to really make sense of it. Um, that's why I encourage everybody to just, uh, if you're going to make a movie, make it, <laughs> but make it how you want to. And in your yeah. sense, you know, you have a very, like, particular way to make them, and that's how you want to make them. Yeah. So you can't... <laughs> Just go make a movie, you know? What's your experience been at,
1: like, a foreign festival? Like, do you feel like it, does it feel a lot different? I haven't gone to any of them.
0: I mean, I've been to small ones, and I've been to, like, bigger ones. Um, Yeah. And, yeah, they're my favorite. Like, they've been my favorite experiences. Um, I went to a little one in Korea, which was great, because they uh, it was, like, their first year and their second year, I think we went. Yeah, the following year. Um remember you were saying like their first year
1: and second year simultaneously. I was like, man, they're playing four D chess over
0: there. <laughs> I got into Torino Film Festival in November and uh you know, I always had dreams to play like Cannes and, and Berlin and, and stuff like that. Like the ones I yeah. had heard about, the ones everyone has heard about. Um Hey, you know but one, Torino's like a bigger one right Torino's big, yeah, it's big, um, it was weird, it was so weird because it, it was yeah. just like it was like magical, I mean Torino yeah. is like a magical looking place, um and uh, it felt really weird to be part of that. It felt like very affirming in the ways that I had like not needed so much now at this point in my life, but like I definitely really wanted like years ago, um yeah. so it was nice to like finally like satiate that uh, but it was really great and it was like exactly what I thought festivals would be like and it was exactly like I felt a lot more at home in the kind of things that I, like, I wanted to make and was making and stuff like that um, so yeah it was really great and just you know it's nice to like walk around Italy you know it's yeah. it's really great um, I bet. yeah so that's really cool uh, and the American ones have been like more of a mixed bag uh, yeah. but I've met a lot of really great people there um, at the American one, so, you know, no beef. But I I think, yeah, it makes more sense to me international. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. So the trouble is, too, and we kind of talked about this, is that, like, you and I can't really go to all these things. Yeah. Like, even, yeah. even if we were to get into, like, a bunch, like, I can't, you know, I have work. I can't take off, and I wouldn't even be able to afford it if I could. Yeah. So what do we do? Yeah, crude oil, it's gotten into a couple of European festivals,
1: but I just, like, there's no way that I can do it. I mean, I was trying to go to festivals, but I, you know, I just, I can't do it right now financially. So, um,
0: yeah, I don't know what you do. I don't know how you are, and I know myself, and... uh you know it's a toss up whether i'm like good at a festival or not and what that means is like how social i am and how like not awkward i am yeah um and uh and like what do you really get out of them like it is nice to like you, it, you it's kind of like lucky like you go to them hopefully it's a it's a decent sized crowd not necessarily yeah. going to happen um hopefully you have a good Q and A and hopefully like you hang out with a couple people and like, they're all nice and stuff. And you know, that's, it's like a lot of things need to line up, but, um, I guess I thought something was going to happen and like never really did. And, uh, it's kind of just like, all right. So I don't feel so bad. Like I met you online years ago and now we're talking, yeah. we're still in touch, yeah. you know, we're friends, yeah. but I met people at festivals that I hung out with and it, it's such a compressed amount of time that it felt like we knew each other for years. And now I just like, don't talk to them. Like our whole relationship was yeah. in two nights at a festival. And then it's like, it's like graduating high school. And then we're like gone.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like summer camp friends.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Um, but I don't know, this is a good segue to get into because, uh, we mentioned crude oil and crude oil is your latest short film. Before this, you had done um, a bunch of shorts, you did a feature even, and then you did Brad Cuts Loose. And that played at Slamdance Film Festival. And then you said, hold on a second. You did Crude Oil. You got into Sundance Film Festival. (laughs) And here we are. It premiered this year. Yeah. I'm very happy for you. Um, Thank you. And yeah, you were one of two... But I used to program when I would do in Brooklyn. I remember telling my wife, I'm like, man, Chris Good, it's just like, if he is not hitting, I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> like, I had two friends, like you and my friend Andy, who, who was on, like, a previous episode. and I'm just like, I could see, like, why my thing wouldn't play, even if it was, like, the best version of what I wanted to do. I was just like, all right, well, that's not a thing. But it's just like, your films are very funny. Like, they're very... Pleasing and funny. Yeah, Yeah. the fast pace, you know. None of this slow shit. So it's like, why isn't he hitting? And then. Yeah. And then. I mean. He hit. (laughs) Then he hit.
1: Yeah, Brad Cuts Loose was kind of the first one. um, But that was good. That's, you know, that was. It's been a really nice, natural feeling trajectory, certainly, between those two. Like slam dance in Maryland Brad Kessler was played at Maryland and that was everything I'd always been told it was that's certainly one of my favorite festival experiences um going there that was kind of actually sorry I have a hair on my tongue um but um Maryland was kind of like I remember that that feeling like the first time that It was just, like, I went to a festival, and I was just like, oh, man, like, I don't know, you you know, there was just, like, the kind of, there were some, um, you know, there was just kind of, like, this thing where they got all the filmmakers into a room, and just kind of, you know, it was led by, like, Josephine Decker and a couple other people, just kind of, like, a discussion of, like, you know, where independent film is at or whatever, just, like, the issues that everyone's facing. And, um... It was where I was just, like, in a room with a lot of people. I was like, oh, I recognize, like, many of these people. And it was... That was, like, that Maryland experience was kind of where I felt like, oh, I guess I'm, like... You know, I guess I'm a filmmaker. Like, kind of had that feeling, which was nice. And everyone was very nice as well. But, um... Um, yeah. And then Sundance was amazing. Everything it was, everything it's cracked up to be quite honestly in terms of being or like changing your life as a filmmaker, really
0: has been my experience. So it's been great. We talked about how a lot of people probably are going to see Brad Cuts Loose as your first film. Yeah. um, And you did a feature. I
1: think most people do.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah but how does that feel because you did you know a feature even before that well
1: i don't really care (laughs) i mean that's it's actually i mean i i'm just psyched that anyone is paying attention at all like i'm you know just happy to be here man um so that's fine with me i mean i think that's a natural thing you know that like happens all the time i mean you know, the early obscure works only the true heads are aware of, you know. Um, But yeah, that does increasingly seem to be the case. But that's good. It's just, you know, a result of hopefully more people seeing the films, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting thing, at least, at the very least, for the ego to be like, to go from not really feeling like a filmmaker... Yeah. like pre-Maryland to being like oh, okay people only know these two films and then the true fans are gonna like the older stuff <laughs> where it's just like oh my god this is crazy but I don't
1: think that's I mean that's not even it's like I mean hopefully you know at some point in the future I'll be like oh people think that this movie's my first movie and like you know I mean hopefully it continues
0: I don't know we'll see yeah yeah no I know what you
1: mean And no one will have heard of Brad Loose. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, because it's a short. But, I mean, who knows? Like, in the future, you know, that's kind of like... shorts are the future. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you know, I think that's kind of changed. But, you know, I remember going on IMDb and looking up filmmakers and being like, what are these weird things? And, like, you can never (laughs) see them. You know, uh, I think that probably will change. Um, But... uh, yeah, no, I'm not insinuating that you kind of thought that or whatever. I just mean, like, that's what I'm getting at, is because I really did feel that way, too. And I, I guess I do feel that way sometimes still, where it's just, like, you and I have made films, and you and I have, like, stuck with stuff and finished yeah. it, you know? Um, and <laughs> even after that, we're like, let's do another one, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, by all accounts, we are filmmakers. Yeah. <laughs> um, But it took these kind of moments to kind of feel like that we were. I remember, yeah. you know, we would go to festivals and just be like, why does everyone know each other? I feel really, like, shy. I feel like... You know, nobody cares who I am, you know, stuff like that. And uh yeah. I still feel like that in some social social situations. But I was just like, nobody knows who I am. Nobody cares. Like, I shouldn't be here. Um, it didn't even feel like a filmmaker. Like, what, what is this, you know? And then there are these moments where it's just like, oh, fuck, I am, you know? I mean, you hate to admit, I mean, it would be much nicer to somehow
1: not care about that stuff. But I think particularly in film... Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe in everything, but I think there's something about film and the fact that it costs a lot of money to make a movie that, like, you know, there's still gatekeepers such that you are kind of, like... I mean, obviously, I'm just speaking for myself, but it sounds like we kind of shared the feelings of you do crave, like, these legitimizing moments and, like, institutional recognition, you know, which is... You know, it's probably just um, a byproduct of, you know, the insidiousness of capitalism. But, uh, you know, I don't know. It is it is there, and,
0: you know, what can you say? Yeah, I'm less uh, intense about it. But I think, at least the stuff I want to make, I kind of need that institutional uh, support. Right, yeah. Um, in a way, like, what is need? You know, uh, I don't know. But um, it is interesting to, to talk about, like gatekeepers and stuff like that. And uh just the more I've been around the block and the more like I meet people and more I hear like you know everyone has an origin story and then like you learn that that's bullshit and they're actually like oh they're actually like kind of, you know, well off. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. it's crazy like money is like a, is the gatekeeper, you know. Cause yeah, Cuz you could buy your way, you know, like If we had money, um, we could have, like you, you could have bought yourself a theatrical for Mudjackin. Really? Yeah Yeah. you you could have um you could have bought a theater run in New York and L A. Oh, like a
1: vanity run. Yeah. Like a vanity theatrical run. Yeah,
0: you you could four wall. um, I suppose that's true. You could, you could have four-walled a the theater in New York, got an L.A. run, too, got a publicist. And it's good. So, like, yeah. you could have gotten good reviews, too. So, you know.
1: It could have been The Room, yeah. No, right. come on. No, but in terms of, like, you know, I could have bought a billboard and, like, you know, done all that. I think also, like, um, you know, there's also something about, like, honestly, just, like, from coming from, like, Kansas and doing it from there, that, you know, I think that's also probably fed into the, like, you know, the moments, like, we're talking about at, like, Maryland or whatever, or just, like, where it's, like, it just felt so far away, you know, for so long. Um, so, I don't know. I think, like, stuff like Sundance was particularly... I mean, I'm sure it's amazing for everyone, but, you know, certainly... I don't know but that felt like
0: how could that ever happen you talk about kind of feeling like removed from it especially like where you live and how you make movies and stuff like that but now you're taking uh, meetings and stuff so
1: like what's that like it's good I would say I mean like earlier when I was talking about advice I feel like now that's where I'm getting I feel like I'm getting good advice and like I feel like they're educational I don't know it's kind of remains to be seen i mean this is kind of early in the game i suppose but i mean it's kind of like i don't know it's been interesting and it's you know you're talking to interesting people who've in some case you know many cases made a lot of or been involved with really amazing movies so um it's been great no complaints um but it kind of like it's it's I think it, right in this moment, like I, I maybe kind of alluded to, it's it's still a little bit just, like, is anything... Like, these meetings are great. Is anything going to happen because of meetings? Or am I just, like, do we just need to, like... are we? Is it still, like, oh, we the next movie we make, it still has to be, like, us just, like, making something on our own. And then, like, the other stuff can happen. I don't know, because, I mean, I keep, you know it still seems like the hard thing is to get any money for a first time feature director, which as far as everyone except like 12 people on the planet are
0: concerned, um, I am. So, I mean, that was like a kind of little secret that I might've even forgot. Like, I feel like I learned stuff and then like the kind of feel good propaganda and stuff kind of like washes it all away. And it's like, oh, fuck, you know, I could have could kept on to that, held, held on to that. Um, Whereas just, like, I'll read about people who have hit it and then, like, hit it as in, like, they get access to, like, meetings and stuff and nothing really happens and they end up making a movie on their own. And then yep. they're able to propel that. But it's like, that movie had to come first, Yeah. you know? Um, well, all they did was, like, they made a movie to get contacts and then they went and made a movie again. And, uh, a lot of these people ended up having access to money. So what, yeah, it wasn't really a big deal, which again yeah. is just like, all right, uh, can't do that. So, yeah. um, but you would say for people you don't, know, who don't know, I don't, I don't really think I've had anybody on to talk about this. Like you're taking meetings. Like, what does this mean? You go in, you just like touch base with people or a lot of it's that, um, Because, you know, I had some meetings, like,
1: soon after Sundance. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, it's more just, like, let's meet each other and kind of, like, yeah, it it hasn't been, I mean, so far, most of the things that, most of the meetings I've had haven't, if any of them, they haven't, none of them have really been focused, like, on a particular project, for the most part. Um, so yeah, it is sort of just like introductory kind of things. That's why it's kind of hard. It's like, you know, maybe in like three years I'll look back at one of them and be like, you know, that was pivotal. Like, but it's kind of hard to, I'm sort of like in the thick of it right now. So I don't know. I mean, my, and my, I feel like, probably what's going to end up I feel like we're probably just going to like figure out a way to just like do another more or less DIY thing first I feel like that that's most likely what we're going to have to do but I want to do that but that's fine like I just want but I do want us to start a feature by next spring um however it needs to happen but because I just don't want to I don't want to get into a thing where I'm just like where I'm, like, feeling like, oh, okay, well, I'm in this, like, new terrain, so I have to, like, now we have to make a movie this way, and, like, we can't go back to how we did things before, and then you end up, like, sitting around for four years, like, waiting for people to say, okay, yeah, you can make the movie, like, I mean, that is what's nice about starting, like, starting out, like, in a legitimately DIY way, is that, you always have that to fall back on. It's like we we can do it ourselves if we have to. So you never feel like you're at the mercy of anyone else, really. I mean, it's a little different now because we will have to somehow raise some certain sum of money. I mean, we can't do it for absolutely nothing, but, but I think we'll be able to figure out
0: some way to do it. I don't know. Yeah, that was always really scary to me where it's just, like, you have this opportunity, whatever that means, and it's, like, you wait for someone to say go. And I've I've looked into people, you know, I've and I've seen people just, like, kind of wait and wait and wait. And I'm just, like, what are you doing? Like, I would go fucking crazy. Yeah. What are you yeah. doing? Like, yeah. there's nothing on the side that you're doing. And now you can, and now it's, like, you can make it look pretty decent. Um, yeah. I just don't know like I made a movie for 10 grand like a feature. I could do it again. I right. could always do it again. Um and I could do it in a way that like might even be cheaper or might get like more bang for my buck whatever that means in the context. Yeah. Um I don't know. I yeah, I guess it's just like different different just ways of of doing things. I don't know. It and it's hard I guess to talk about this since like premiered at Sundance this year and now all these things are happening and you know you don't have the reflection
1: but it's like what even is happening (laughs) you know what I mean like it's like things are happening yeah that's the that's just the weird part of it is that like it feels like things are happening I guess they're happening but it just like you still don't know what it's going to amount to but yeah But I guess it doesn't matter, again, it doesn't matter, you know, as long as you know that you're going to make something else, I guess maybe it doesn't even matter. I guess the difference is now that we know that, like, at least some people will be paying attention in ways that certainly they weren't on the last thing.
0: And I guess the question, the only question I can, I can ask at this juncture is, like, what does it feel like? Is there pressure? Is there excitement? Definitely not pressure for me, for
1: me anyway. Um, certainly excitement um you know but also yeah not pressure but definitely anxiety for the reasons i've kind of talked about more just like because it's such a specific style like figuring out how to it's just weird it's almost like i just don't think that like independent from what i see and i'm told it doesn't I, i just don't think that the indie film world or like the structure the current structures for making films or like the the ways that people think of making an independent film right now i just i don't know how my style fits into that or like how you do my style within that structure So that's what is anxiety inducing to me. And I just like, that's why I spend most of my time like worrying about. Um, But, you know, again, that can, so maybe it's good that I'm on this island in the middle of the country, like, you know, and can just like do our own thing to a certain extent. We'll see. But you also do a lot
0: of music video work, which, you know... It's not a large jump from your narrative stuff to the music video, like, stylistically. So, I imagine you... Yeah. If anything happened, or if anything, like, wasn't happening for whatever reason, you get a lot out of your music videos, it seems. I feel like there'll be a
1: few of those coming up. I mean, I sort of... We've sort of taken a break from those, um, you know, so far this year, just because I've been trying to get some writing done, but... Um, and I'm also writing a couple
0: shorts, so we might do those in the interim as well and how do you make all this happen like what is is the music videos the the bulk of like how you live, or do yeah. you do other work as well? No yeah it's the
1: videos um music video, but you know that's i mean you know right now I'm sort of just like skating by mostly on credit cards, you know in the years past like Sundance kind of came and, like, sort of turned everything upside down. Because, like, in the—I mean, the year prior to that and the year before that, you know, I think in, like, you know, 2017, we made, like, 14 music videos that year. and 2018, it was, like, 12. I mean, the only reason I was able to survive on music videos is just volume. Like, we were just doing so many that I was able to— and because I live in Kansas and it's cheaper here, so— like, I wouldn't be able to live in L.A. making what I made, certainly. Um, but, um, so now I don't know how I'm going to eat. But, we'll, you yeah, we'll figure it out. It'll be fine.
0: All right, so I've had you on for a long time. I'm going to let you go. Would yeah. you like to promote anything or say anything before we part? Yeah, I wish I had something to promote at the moment,
1: but... Um don't. Some political cause, I guess I could, but maybe I should steer clear of that. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Just thank you for having me on. It's been nice getting to know each other better and seeing each other in New York recently. That was awesome.
0: I loved it. And I love you. Yeah. And I love you. Love you too, man. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, well, yeah, this is going to come out with an article, so people will I'll, I'll link to short films and other music videos and stuff, but, um... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Chris did a really great video for Mitski. Uh, nobody. Um, you got some awards out of that. Ain't it true?
1: Uh, well, yeah. I think technically that's the case.
0: Plaudits. Um,
1: Plaudits, Plod, Plod, yeah, yeah.
0: Plaudits, I'm from New Jersey. Plaudits. I don't
1: have... To pronounce that word. I, I get confused by laud and loud as well.
0: Yeah, loud is when something's like the volume is like, you know.
1: So the, so praising something is lauding it?
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: I feel like that should be loud as well.
0: They should, yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna say it like, uh, I, I'm from New Jersey so I'm gonna say it in like a really embarrassing way. But uh, <laughs> So I just won't. Um, but yeah, thanks again for coming on. And peace yeah yeah peace peace be with you as well